Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, you're in your car, you're in a new town, a town that you've never been in before, and you're just soaking up all the sights and all the sounds and all the smells and all the scenery, and you have no idea how fast you're going, and all of a sudden you see those dreaded blue lights in your rearview mirror. You pull over, and the officer says, excuse me, sir, ma'am, do you realize how fast you're going? And you're like, honestly, sir, I, I, I didn't. Well, this is a residential neighborhood, and you were going, uh, you know, 50 and a 30, and he gives you a ticket. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean it. I didn't know. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's the law, and, and sorry, sir, that's the law, but, uh, you know, you'll know better next time. You know, he doesn't let you off the hook. You still get a speeding ticket, but honestly, you didn't know how fast you were going. Honestly, you didn't see the speed limit sign. You, you're in a new place. You know, you, why can't you claim freshman ignorance? You know, I mean, freshman ignorance may work when you, you, you know, you're starting a new job. Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, gee, I'm new. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, no problem. But next time, do it this way. But in the world of faith, uh, freshman ignorance doesn't fly when it comes to sin. <laughs> There's such a thing as called unintentional sin. And sometimes we sin and we don't realize we sin and then we know better later. We understand, oh, well, that was a sin. Oh, my goodness. But don't worry. There's there's coverage for that. There's there's a sacrifice for that. There's an app for that, I guess you could say. Just joking. But uh, it's covered. When we become aware of sin, we need to man up, fess up, and take responsibility. I mean, even though you might be able to, to claim freshman ignorance at work, um, you know, oh, I didn't know. But what you can do uh, is when you find out that you did something wrong at work or in another situation in life, says, well, wow, well, I didn't know, but thank you so much for letting me know. You know, I'll, I'll know next time or next time, you know, should I do this instead? Or what would you suggest? Or how do I tackle this problem so that this situation doesn't happen again and I don't repeat that offense? See, that's the great thing about sin. You never thought there could be a great thing about sin, could you? But there is. The great thing about sin is twofold. Number one, uh, especially unintentional sin, we'll know better next time. You know, we become educated. We learn from our mistakes. Second of all, there is forgiveness. Now, back in the times of the temple, there was the special sacrifice for the unintentional sin. And in Leviticus chapter 4, uh, uh, verses 13 through 15, it says, Now, if the whole generation of Israel sins, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community. Now, this could hint of a decision made on a leadership level that the consequences of that leadership level decision trickles down to the common folk. You know, maybe it's some sort of legislation that's passed or what have you, and it's wrong. It's not just. It's not right. We still have to deal with the consequences of the sins of our leaders. Boy, kind of sounds like something we're going through right now, doesn't it? Ugh. Anyway, maybe I said too much. Now, if the whole congregation of Israel sins, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community, yet they have done uh, one of Adonai's commandments that are not to be done, uh, then they are guilty. Okay, that was a little clunky. Let me read that again. Now, if the whole congregation of Israel sins, but the deeds, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community, yet 
they have done one of uh, Adonai's mitzvot, one of his commandments. In other words, he, they committed one of the prohibitions. They did something they weren't supposed to do. Uh, then they are guilty. Verse 14, when the sin that they have committed becomes known, then the community is to offer a young bull for a sin offering and bring it before the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation are to say, tag, you're it. Here we go. Remember uh, yesterday's um, coffee with Chris? The elders of the congregation are to lay their hands on the head of the bull before Adonai. Tag, you're it. You know, the sins of the leaders, the sins of the community, the unintentional sin is now transferred onto that bull. And the bull is to be slaughtered before Adonai. So basically what we have to do now is our sins are forgiven. Not just forgiven, they're forgotten. Uh, the, the word of God says, I've taken your sin and I've thrown it as far as the east is from the west. How far is the east is from the west? It's a continual line. You go east, you'll never go west. Unlike north, you go north and at some point you'll end up going south. But east to west is a straight line. It's an infinite line. It'll never catch up with, with you. It'll never circle back like north to south. So he says, I've thrown your sins into the sea of forgetful, uh, forgetfulness as well. That's another passage. Thrown our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. I've tossed your sins as far as the east is from the west. So when we genuinely repent and ask for forgiveness, the blood of Yeshua is the sacrifice that covers it, not just temporarily, and it just doesn't cover it so you can't see it no more. It dissolves it. It washes it away as if it never was, and that's the greatest thing, and that's what these sacrifices point to. Before the cross, all these sacrifices foretold and pointed and reminded us of a Messiah that was going to come, that was going to take away our sins. Uh, forever. And then now that when the sacrifices continue after the cross, because Paul the Apostle even sacrificed at the temple. Wow, bet you didn't know that, but he did. So um, when the third temple is rebuilt and the sacrifices are reinstituted, then all the sacrifices, number one, they're going to be an inheritance for the Levites, which that's their inheritance. They have no land. And then it's also an object lesson to where we can look at that sacrifice and look back on the Messiah who came. Again, it's to remind us of the Messiah's sacrifice. So let's take joy in uh, you know that, that our sins, whether willful, whether unintentional, whatever type of sin it is, it could be forgiven and removed uh, it, by the name, power, and blood of Messiah Yeshua, the ultimate sacrifice. Guys, thanks for watching. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless. Good morning. This is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, you're in your car. You're in a new town, a town that you've never been in before. And you're just soaking up all the sights and all the sounds and all the smells and all the scenery. And you have no idea how fast you're going. And all of a sudden, you see those dreaded blue lights in your rearview mirror. You pull over and the officer says, <clears throat> excuse me, sir, ma'am, do you realize how fast you're going? And you're like, honestly, sir, I, I, I didn't. Well, this is a residential neighborhood and you were going, uh, you know, 50 and a 30. And he gives you a ticket. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean it. I didn't know. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's the law. And I'm sorry, sir, that's the law. But, uh, you know, you'll know better next time. You know, he doesn't let you off the hook. 
you still get a speeding ticket, but honestly, you didn't know how fast you're going. Honestly, you didn't see the speed limit sign. You, you're in a new place. You know, you, why can't you claim freshman ignorance? You know, I mean, freshman ignorance may work when you, you, you know, you're starting a new job. Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, gee, I'm new. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, no problem. But next time, do it this way. But in the world of faith, uh, freshman ignorance doesn't fly when it comes to sin. <laughs> There's such a thing as called unintentional sin. And sometimes we sin and we don't realize we sin and then we know better later. We understand, oh, well, that was a sin. Oh my goodness. But don't worry. There's there's coverage for that. There's there's a sacrifice for that. There's an app for that, I guess you could say, just joking. But uh, it's covered. When we become aware of sin, we need to man up, fess up, and take responsibility. I mean, even though you might be able to, to claim freshman ignorance at work, um, you know, oh, I didn't know. But what you can do uh, is when you find out that you did something wrong at work or in another situation in life, says, well, wow, well, I didn't know, but thank you so much for letting me know. You know, I'll, I'll know next time or next time, you know, should I do this instead? Or what would you suggest? Or how do I tackle this problem so that this situation doesn't happen again and I don't repeat that offense? See, that's the great thing about sin. You never thought there could be a great thing about sin, could you? But there is. The great thing about sin is twofold. Number one, uh, especially unintentional sin, we'll know better next time. You know, we become educated. We learn from our mistakes. Second of all, there is forgiveness. Now, back in the times of the temple, there was the special sacrifice for the unintentional sin. And in Leviticus chapter 4, uh, uh, verses 13 through 15, it says, Now, if the whole generation of Israel sins, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community. Now, this could hint of a decision made on a leadership level that the consequences of that leadership level decision trickles down to the common folk. You know, maybe it's some sort of legislation that's passed or what have you, and it's wrong. It's not just. It's not right. We still have to deal with the consequences of the sins of our leaders. Boy, kind of sounds like something we're going through right now, doesn't it? Ugh. Anyway, maybe I said too much. Now, if the whole congregation of Israel sins, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community, yet they have done uh, one of Adonai's commandments that are not to be done, uh, then they are guilty. Okay, that was a little clunky. Let me read that again. Now, if the whole congregation of Israel sins, but the deeds, but the deed is hidden from the eyes of the community, yet they have done one of uh, Adonai's mitzvot, one of his commandments. In other words, he, they committed one of the prohibitions. They did something they weren't supposed to do. Uh, then they are guilty. Verse 14, when the sin that they have committed becomes known, then the community is to offer a young bull for a sin offering and bring it before the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation are to say, tag, you're it. Here we go. Remember uh, yesterday's um, coffee with Chris? The elders of the congregation are to lay their hands on the head of the bull before Adonai. Tag, you're it. You know, the sins of the leaders, the sins of the community, the unintentional sin is now transferred onto that bull. And the bull is to be slaughtered before Adonai. So basically what we have to do now is our sins are forgiven, not just forgiven, they're forgotten. 
uh, the, the word of God says, I've taken your sin and I have thrown it as far as the east is from the west. How far is the east is from the west? It's a continual line. You go east, you'll never go west. Unlike north, you go north and at some point you'll end up going south. But east to west is a straight line. It's an infinite line. It'll never catch up with, with you. It'll never circle back like north to south. So he says, I've thrown your sins into the sea of forgetful, uh, forgetfulness as well. That's another passage. Thrown our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. I've tossed your sins as far as the east is from the west. So when we genuinely repent and ask for forgiveness, the blood of Yeshua is the sacrifice that covers it, not just temporarily, and it just doesn't cover it so you can't see it no more. It dissolves it. It washes it away as if it never was. And that's the greatest thing. And that's what these sacrifices point to. Before the cross, all these sacrifices foretold and pointed and reminded us of a Messiah that was going to come, that was going to take away our sins uh, forever. And then now that when the sacrifices continue after the cross, because Paul the Apostle even sacrificed at the temple. Wow, bet you didn't know that, but he did. So um, when the third temple is rebuilt and the sacrifices are reinstituted, then all the sacrifices, number one, they're going to be an inheritance for the Levites, which that's their inheritance. They have no land. And then it's also an object lesson to where we can look at that sacrifice and look back on the Messiah who came. Again, it's to remind us of the Messiah's sacrifice. So let's take joy in uh, you know that, that our sins, whether willful, whether unintentional, whatever type of sin it is, it could be forgiven and removed uh, it, by the name, power, and blood. Of Messiah Yeshua, the ultimate sacrifice. Guys, thanks for watching. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.